Hello, and welcome to the Thrive Yoga and Wellness Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I am so excited to share today's episode. We will be diving into a little bit more of the philosophy, maybe even a bit of history, and tiptoeing perhaps into some mythology surrounding a yoga practice here in the West. Now, we are not experts by any shape of the imagination. We are yoga enthusiasts sharing the information that we have learned along our journey, and we hope that you find it entertaining and maybe even a little educational. Thank you so much for tuning in, and don't forget to subscribe to this channel. Hello, everybody. My name is Jennifer Dixon with Thrive Yoga and Wellness. And I'm Mary Malik Plum with the Energy Center and Thrive Yoga and Wellness here today to talk with you about the next element on our list, which is the air element. The air element. This is what, week 11? 10? I can't count. 10. This is week 10. I cannot count. I know, it's terrible. We have gone through all the chakras. Seven chakras. Seven chakras. And then we did the earth element. We did the water, water element, element and the fire, fire element. element, and now we're doing air. air, and then the last, next week we will do space, and this is all a part of our 13-week, last 90 days, days challenge, mm-hmm. and so we, we kind of piggyback on to the, Rachel Hollis It does a big, she has a huge following, like half a billion people. They, they get together every year at the end of the year, and they make this commitment to improving their health. And we're doing the same thing, but we're kind of doing it, I feel like, a more cerebral way. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the, the hope is we're getting these, we're talking about these things, and we're thinking about these things, and we're learning these things so that they can help to influence our decisions. So whether that be to meditate more, to practice more, that's physical, mental, you know, slowing down and being conscientious of the food that we eat to help build our... Um, even balance the chakras and even build up and balance some of the elements in our bodies and so this is just our take on how we can finish the year strong because guess what we just have two and a half weeks more of 2019 which is crazy to think about and it's interesting that you brought up the decision making because I was reflecting today a lot on thought in connection with the air element so yes we are being cerebral But with the air element, we're going to bring some action and some movement into that so that instead of just watching YouTube videos about yoga or talking about yoga, we're going to get into the studio or we're going to do the Thrive Online so that we bring movement into that too. And that's where the air comes in. Oh, I love it. So it's like planting the seed to create the flower of action. Right. And the the main component, of course of air in yoga is, what would you think? The breath. The breath. The breath is life. And I reflected on this a lot with Dawn's class this weekend. We did the yin training. Dawn led an amazing yin intensive. So awesome. And she kept reminding us to bring our breath to that area of discomfort and to bring our awareness to that so that, you know, we're using that breath. The breath actually will heal. Yep and restore and bring oxygen to those areas. And I've noticed, I do a lot of uh, Marilyn's class and Evangeline's, and they do it too. They'll tell you when you get into that hold, you know, instead of resisting that, 
to surrender to it and mm-hmm. to bring your breath to it as part of that surrendering so the breath is actually used in all all yoga yeah. but the breath is a key component we wouldn't have yoga without breath i agree and that's kind of one of those things that makes yoga different than gymnastics or acrobatics for what for for that matter because you are connecting whether it's in yin and you're sitting there in an uncomfortable position or you're in a flow or power class where you are connecting each movement each posture with a different breath and when you forget to breathe because who's been guilty of that like in a hard in a hard spot yeah then then you were just you're just doing gymnastics you're just stretching you're just moving Mm -hmm. but when you're doing it and in such a way where you're being mindful of what's going on in the breath with each posture that's where the magic happens and and that's where like in I like to practice Ashtanga and it and they talk about getting into a pose and and holding it until you can breathe comfortably Mm -hmm. like when you can breathe 50 breaths in a posture holy moly like you know the posture you are intimately acquainted with it and so that's that's the beauty of the yoga. That's that air element, that breath moving into us. And each posture has benefits to it. You know, uh, in in the sutras or Panchajali and all of the different stories, we all learn about what these postures will do for us. But if you just get into the shape, that's just doing gymnastics. If you do the shape with the breath, that's where the the magic happens. And I know we're not supposed to talk about healing, but... Well, the magic... Well, but the breath in meditation and energy medicine that I practice as well, the breath is the magic there, too. It's magic. It's the life. That's what that prana is, that life force. And and if you want to get kind of on this weird rabbit hole, I'm sorry if I'm taking us off subject, like the pain and all the inflammation, the stagnation, if you will needs to be flushed away right. with that breath and, and that's why you bring that breath to that area mm-hmm. and then oh gosh that made me we've been talking about air and breathing and all of that stuff and i i have two little babies and i lucky me didn't get to have an epidural and i know some of you women hardcore go for it and you want to do it whatever but i didn't get to and that's what they kept saying is breathe 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 and i did not want to breathe i just wanted that freaking thing out of me but it made a huge difference bringing that energy that that power that came with the breath once the breathing came back the baby was born that's right yeah because the breath is what allows the surrender if you're truly being mindful and surrender again is connected with the air element so what a great reflection on yin you know since i just did that training because yin is all about surrendering instead of using that resistance but there's also a balance between resistance and surrendering. That's the only reason that bird can fly, because the air, with his resist, with the bird's resistance and movement, they're riding on that air. The airwaves. Ooh, deep thoughts. Yeah, and so a lot of people dream about flying, and some people dream about falling. Yeah. But the ones that dream about falling can, you know, pull out those tools in your dreams. You can, you can fly. And the magic of that air aligning just right so that you can glide on the air. And also sailing is uh, about adjusting the sails just right with the air, the wind. To get you moving. To get you moving. That's the beautiful thing about the air is that it is the, the force, like a windmill creates the electricity to create power. Right. The air is the power to, to get what we need done. 
going into that power thought. Yes. Really cool. And if you think about it, like in the nature perspective, wind can be very, very dangerous as it well. It can be. Like out of out of control wind. Look at hurricane force winds and right. tornado. Like when there's a power to it. And so outside, so inside. So we can also have too much air as well. And what do you think that would look like if we had too much air? Too much air to me? Well, on a very physical level, like when you get hyperventilating and then you start mm -hmm. to pass out, but then maybe from a uh, like more energetic too much air, it's like high strong, like mm -hmm. got too much energy, hyper. Or you have that force instead of the power. Oh, you're, making something happen. Yeah, you're, you're forcing, you're causing a windstorm instead of just surrendering and moving with the air. I might be a little bit like that, like the bull in the china shop. Oh, well, I think we all have, with all these chakras and elements we all have areas where there's too much and I know with a lot of people who have anxiety which is connected with air sometimes when we're when I'm talking to somebody new my air will get out of balance and I'll get anxious a little social anxiety so I'll just talk 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 but working with the air and with the wind is more about listening interesting listening and you know, bringing those thoughts that the other person's sharing into our heart. In yoga, we're bringing, we're listening to our body and bringing that breath to the areas of our body. So listening is very key. Interesting. Working with air. And you can think about maybe what's what's a symptom of lack of air besides you know suffocation, death. We. Oh, I, I read this. Let me look at my notes. I, I imagine that the lack of air is you're not listening anymore. You're just being closed off. It's it's all your ideas. Or you're closed-minded because mm -hmm. air is associated with the thought. So, or our thoughts run away. So instead of bringing in that air element, bringing in that breath and sitting with our thoughts in order to hear our direction a lot of people call it listening to God I feel like I hear things intuitively and in order to do that I'm typically sitting and breathing and listening or working on someone yep and now, that, that key component is listening so a lack of air would be the inability to hear yeah but which also is, like our thoughts are all over the place they like days where I'm like I go in one room and start one thing and then I take something oh in there gosh. and then I you know scattered thoughts yeah. is a component um, sinus a lot of people that get blood in their sinuses or they're really uh, they have respiratory things a lot could not have that strong air element so they could bring some air exercises in what are some yoga poses for air when you're trying to I well, something, some. something that makes me think about air a lot is anytime we're upside down because mm. you're defying gravity. And I don't know if this is the true thing with, your, with the notes, but I fight that a lot because I hate being upside down personally. Oh, really? I love being I upside down. I hate it. And um, <laughs> so I to, have a yoga swing, and that's really the only thing I do on it. Is it's a good us. <laughs> I I busted open my head when I was really little, oh, yeah. learning how to to do stuff like upside down or whatever. And, sit, and I, that's the only thing I can figure is that's why I hate being upside down. But that to me is like the embodiment of controlling your air because you have to have the the lung capacity and the muscle capacity to hold yourself upright. Mm -hmm. But then the 
the like what you talked with the bird the resistance mm-hmm. with the air to hold yourself up there yes. and Ooh, yes. and so that one to me I know that it's probably more like uh, gentle opening so that you can breathe better I, I'm imagining like in restorative when you're laying on the the bolsters with your heart open to breathe mm-hmm. that's that's to me probably what a, a more I guess gentle way of reflecting it but of course I like that action so for me what what about you what do you think I what we're talking about. <laughs> the yoga postures. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I, I was looking on Gaia for things about air, and there were a lot of air yoga um, videos on there, but I didn't watch any of them. Sometimes I but feel I like, like... the upside-down one. Heart openers, you're right, because air is connected to our heart and our lungs. That can get kind of into a... a maybe a possible slippery slope the the very airy like yoga practices where you're moving really flat fast and fluid which I personally don't love I, I end up getting hurt when I'm trying to move and not think about it like those faster paced vinyasa classes or depending on the school I'm, I'm a Baptiste certified teacher so that's a different kind of power than uh, like the the Kest type of power classes, they those tend to move faster, and I don't love the really fast moving airy f- classes because that's when I am less thoughtful. I'm just trying to to keep up with what's going on. Versus when you get into the pose and you hold it and you get to know the pose and you're forced to breathe, which is a different use of the right. air right there. Like that's just the two different kinds that, like one I identify with, the other one I don't, not so much. Mm. Well, of course, aerial yoga. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should have Rebecca talk, talk about aerial yoga yeah. and, and even Caroline because they love it. I'll bet there's a law in that teaching about the air element. Yeah. And, and trying to control yourself within the air. Mm-hmm. So what are some things that we can do to help bring about more air into our life? Breathe more. Breathe. Meditate more. The uh, the inverted poses, like we said, those maybe legs up the wall, which everybody legs at our studio loves, loves to do. That yes. I I imagine there's good pranayama conversations mm-hmm. we can have, and I know yes. we've talked about pranayama, but a really easy one just to help breathe is like that equal part breath that mm-hmm. that Marilyn teaches a lot in her class, or even where you are trying to increase the inhales to the exhales just bringing in more air and consciously letting them out too yes and mindfulness too using the air or the wind in situations where you can bring that in energetically like i used to teach my daughter to work with the air element by you know if you're feeling uncomfortable with someone or you're having an uncomfortable conversation you just imagine air moving between you and moving away the uncomfortable feelings oh that's beautiful and you know using the swirling we use it a lot with reiki using the reiki symbols and sending it through time space which isn't necessarily air but you know bringing um, a shield around you and the air around you interesting and you know holding yourself in that space and also just being present and mindful and remembering that breath when you're in a hurry or you're feeling stressed 
to actually remember that breath and and like if you're late you're not going to be any faster because you're stressed out so why not breathe through that but for me in my practice the way I see air working a lot for people is you know when they've come to me they've in a sense had the wind knocked out of them or there's a tornado in their life and they're asking me to bring them back into balance so the the air element and the things that we do once we bring that mindfulness and awareness that okay things are a mess and the transformation that comes from that is connected with air air is about transformation and surrendering and basically through yoga and through the things that I do in my practice we're basically giving people the tools for that self-transformation oh, I love that the self and the self transformation in yoga they like to call it self realization self realization is more of an eastern yeah, term right. on that we say transformation in the in the south that i i love the fact that it is all about the self building it instead of i this might be getting into some of a slippery slope but it's like recognition of i have the power and the control over me and yes. that's all and I can help to control that air to improve my circumstance whether it's my own physical health uh, with a physical yoga practice mental health with the meditation and a yoga practice things of that nature so I love that self part first self transformation yes. or self realization and studies on the air in in ways that they can be out of balance is very much about my own self and being fully self-sufficient and the codependency and narcissism that wounds us so much being free of that oh man and you know coming back to that place where we are whole within ourselves and we're not having these codependent relationships and we're not interacting with people who are harmful and narcissistic and then if they're in our lives that doesn't rule us anymore that goes into yoga the whole point of that the practice of yoga with self-realization is to get rid of the desires the vasanas I believe is how it's pronounced and to be able to control them yes. controlling those desires whether it's the codependency or the desire to float away yes. or the cloud nine and that the air element helping to control that via the breath work or the meditation helps to eliminate those desires if you will that scatter us mm -hmm. and bring us back into that self mm. that's that's truly nice. it's so well. interesting how all the different disciplines teach kind of the same thing oh i agree it's all kind of connected I agree. I, that's why i love studying the different philosophies i'm excited about us exploring some of the 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 yeah the philosophies that's, that's a good that's a good segue there Merritt before before we go into some of the colors and things maybe for food for the air element we finally have decided what we're going to do after we finish our last 90 day challenge this 13 week discussion we are going to start to tiptoe into some of the symbolism of the figures the pictures things you might see in a yoga practice even some of the postures you might find we're going to start to to dive into what do these things mean what what is the story of this warrior pose for example or who is that elephant face dude that you might see in a yoga studio we're going to talk about what they are and kind of talk about some of the stories behind them to help you 
translate that into your own personal practice. I think that's a really cool thing because it's we learn through stories. Let's yes, let's, and the mythology holds all of the philosophies correct that we can apply to our lives and you know reflect upon as we. And in the West, we're very superficial in the way that we do yoga. We're doing it for physical health. And we do the breath work, and we kind of superficially explore some of those things. And so what we're trying to do through these videos is bring some of those deeper deeper knowings mm -hmm. into our practice. Some of the, I call it mystical aspects. Some people may not like that word. But. Oh, I, I think it's a beautiful, like, I, I loved... It, whether it's the yoga stories or the Bible stories or even um, I, in high school we read, um, oh my gosh, I can see it. The, the, we read a, a big story about the Greek gods and goddesses and how um, mythology, it was, called, mythology, it was yes. called mythology. And um, I loved those stories because all of them, and it's just like the um, Canterbury Tales, all of the tales that we tell our children about morality there that's like some philosophical stuff whether or not you're like me and you come from the, the the christian background with the christian faith and you you read those stories and they're building those foundations but it's or it could be the stories and the symbols that are in these poses or the greek mythology and how they were kind of crazy but they all had a moral to the story right and a, a philosophical background and i'm super pumped about that because we can take it on whichever level you want it. Right, we can we can apply it to our own life journey. Exactly. And, and know, demystify it. Some, yeah. And and make it be less scary. But before we do that, we I want to finish up a little bit more with the air. So the color of air is it's yellow, um kind of a green and a light blue. I when you said those colors I immediately thought of summertime and like right. or, but you said it was spring. Spring. You it's said it was the, spring. And the middle of the day. Middle of the day. No, that was uh, that was fire. fire. That was fire. You said dawn, 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 because it was mm -hmm. spring. So mm -hmm. right when things are brand new, that makes sense because it's yellow. Sorry, yeah. I, new I mixed up fire. Breath, learning to fly. That's so. And then foods that might help Ooh. too. That am I putting putting you on the spot? Well, I I went off on some some pretty deep explorations with the air element today. In my <laughs> As you can tell, since we've been <laughs> talking about it. Lighter uh, foods, I yeah, imagine. like yellow foods, like squash, things that are seasonal in the spring. <laughs> Good cover. And then, and then, when we are meditating on the air element tonight, what are some things that you think you're going to bring in? Well, the, of course, the breath, and I, I love the the Native American shape shifting exercise. So I'm going to potentially do a little shape shifting because when you shape shift or meditate on being a bird and I work with a lot of bird medicine right I have my turkey right here um, I love hawk we have a hawk around here that sings to me every day and hawk medicine is about flying above your situation and looking at things as a whole instead of being caught up on the parts so I'm trying to kind of get some guidance about how to move with that because I would love to do some kind of meditation on rising above and looking down and using the air as if you're flying oh man but usually when I do the meditation it comes out of me after I get started I can't really say <laughs> what it's gonna be but I did want to 
just kind of reflect on that, you know, we have the fire, we have the earth in here with the sage, but what moves this around to clear energy? Is the air. Is the air. And, that's, and what are you doing right now? For um, the, this is called smudging. So she's lit, For if you're listening, she has some sage inside of a clay pot that mm -hmm. she lit up. So we got the earth, like she said, the fire element. Started the fire, but it's the it's the air that moves it. And smells so good. we do this to clear energy. And so we have to have the air element, obviously. In order to, to have energy. fire. And we also, we also have to have the movement to work through our resistances that we have in our body through yoga. Mm. And that movement comes through air. Oh, I love that. And that goes back to that how we've talked about how all of the elements interact. Like there would be no fire if there was no air. There would be nothing if there wasn't air. True. We wouldn't be able to breathe. Yep. All living things have that air element. And before we wrap up, I would love. I wanted to share the Native American teaching is all of the elements are considered to be spirits, and they only have the four. But I love the one on fire. I mean, on air. So if you don't mind. No, I, I would, would love like to hear this. It. Anytime I could sit there and smell sage, I'm okay. And I'm, I, I have, I've made a good friend with her kitty cat, and he likes his tail pulled. For any of you people that are watching me, he likes his tail pulled, so don't leave comments about, oh my gosh, she's pulling his tail. He likes it. <laughs> and this is out of the Lakota Sweat Lodge card. They're actually oracle cards, but the name in Lakota for air is Ninian. And air is life force. As one of the four sacred elements, I support you and sustain you. The motion of scan, which means wind, speaks to you through me as I am ever changing. Yet I lead you to one source. For the breath you draw to sustain your own physical being is shared by the entire world. Think on this. That's deep. My path leads directly to the one who loves you. Know this and acknowledge your source within each breath. Inhale the life force of the dream from which you come. Fill me as I permeate each cell of your body. Recognize the presence of all who share this dream. Excel this love into your world. This is my gift to you. And I thought it was so, it kind of matched with our yoga practice because our breath is what connects us to our inner being, but it also connects us to our community that we have at Thrive Yoga and Wellness. And community is another huge aspect of air. And we have such a beautiful community there. And we're just growing and growing with this beautiful tribe of people I loved it in an even bigger aspect because you're right. We do have a great community and it's, and what I love about it is that air component that all of these different elements are coming together and breathing the same air. All of the people in this community, we're all so different and yet we're all coming together in a little room and finding that commonality mm -hmm. and finding that breath, finding that movement, finding that sweet release, if you will, and that health that comes through the shared breath. And or the listening, or the uh, the the space for the air, and I want to take it a, a step back, step further, like a hawk even higher than that, and be like, imagine if we could get that same air and that same 
quality of the the breath and the air into the community around us, into the 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 country, into the world. Imagine well, it starts here, right here, and then we ripple it out through communities like that we have because we're all there to heal and grow Mm -hmm. and that will ripple out and it does it does in fact i was just at the store today because of the generosity of all of our thrive members and then even from folks that don't even that don't even live in our area we got we raised enough money for our we adopt a family every year at the holidays we adopt uh, with the Chambliss Center for Children, and we adopted a single working mama that's going to school that had three children, like nine, six, and three, I believe. And we got everything, just about everything on their wish list. That's so awesome. And, and that's, that's that rippling effect yes. because we've got this community breathing the air, getting healthy, and then taking it out beyond us. And, you know, when you see all this other stuff that's negative in the world, it's so awesome to think about the it might not be huge that $20 donation that the person gave or the $50 but that's huge to somebody who doesn't have a coat exactly everybody in that family now has a coat and imagine the difference that that family can now make as it goes on and so that for that I am so honored and I want to say thank you so much for, for your contributions, for believing in us. And right now, if you want to go ahead and hit subscribe on the button down below, so then you can be the first to know when we come out. We are trying to do this every Wednesday, so you can come out and listen to us every Wednesday. And then every Wednesday night, we actually incorporate the things that we talk about in Merit's meditation class at 745, right at thriveyogaandwellness.com. And we have classes all through the week. Mm-hmm. We have the, the meditation class with Merit, and we have vigorous, more um, power and vinyasa classes. Class for everybody. Oh, we really do. Yes. And the beauty, another beautiful thing about our community is that <laughs> we have everybody, like every age, every everybody that you can come in and so i love that it's not just you know it's not just for the whatever you have in your mind it's not just for the flexible or the young or you know like the old people that's what i thought before i got into yoga only old ladies did it and now have how have things changed right so i love that about thrive it truly is a community of so many different people coming together and being and getting to be a better version of themselves and rippling it out. Yes. It's awesome. Yes. So come and join us. Come and join us. If you are in Chattanooga, Tennessee, we are located at 7633 East Brainerd Road, right there behind the Zaxby's. And if you are not in our area, you can practice with us online. We I, I have Thrive Online, thriveyogaandwellness.com forward slash thrive dash online, where you can get a big library of strength-based yoga classes and then live workouts with me. And then if you want, you can also get a hold of Merit via... Yes. Yeah, the best place is Facebook, probably, with the, either my name, Merit Maloof Plum, or the Energy Center. Send me a message. My phone number is 706-767-0055. I do better with text than calls because if I don't know the number, I don't... You're- Nobody answers. Don't always answer, which isn't necessarily good for business. So I appreciate (laughs) I appreciate a text to let me know. So either one of us would be happy to work with you either place. For sure. And we welcome you and we thank you for being with us today.
Namaste. You guys, namaste. Let us know if there's something that you would like us to talk about. If there's something that, if there's a topic, if there is a picture that you've seen in a yoga studio yes. or a pose that you want to learn about, or if there's something else about these elements or even the chakras that you aren't quite sure about, or if we overlook something or if we miss something, let yes, us know. Let us know. We Leave love us... discussion. Oh yeah. And we, we, <laughs> we love discussions for sure. The, the beauty of it is, is we all have our personal experiences translating the things that we learn and, and right. by by no means do we claim to be experts but that's why we want to hear we're what you have to say yeah yeah we're, we're sharing what we know based on our own personal experiences so definitely go ahead and leave us a comment down below we will respond to all of them and who knows you might even get a whole discussion based on whatever it is yes. that you leave a comment so First of all, subscribe, then come and practice with us, and then let us know what you would like to hear from us. Thank you so much again for watching, and until next week, you guys go in peace. Have a beautiful day.